welcome to Sugar Daddies, the podcast where two grown men rate and review seasonally available and limited edition candies and sweets, and sometimes sodas. As always with me is my buddy Chris. And as always with me is my friend Alex. We have yet again found ourselves in the depths of a Minnesota winter. We have not seen the sun in several months. Everything is covered in a layer of ice, and I need three coats to go outside. Just three? I need at least five. I'm a little huskier than you. As it turns out, the cruel passage of time is not going nearly fast enough for this winter. So we are going to again take this opportunity to enjoy a food that we taste before we need to go back outside and nature tries to slowly kill us again. All right, I like that. Now, this show has had a little bit of a strained relation with soda. Yeah, you can say that again. If you remember back to our drinking your dinner episode uh, for Thanksgiving. We tried not the best sodas in the world. Some may even say they are the worst. Some may even say they didn't resemble food. Agreed. Today, we have top shelf interesting sodas. All right. So I got all of these at Tower Games in Minneapolis. My friend who runs it, Bob, loves to find weird sodas. And I got lazy and just grabbed a bunch last time I was there. Ah, well curated indeed. So first up, we have Real Soda's Leninade. And this has one of our favorite things to find on packages. Dad jokes. Oh, so many of them. This bottle is basically a Yakov Smirnoff act. I like it. Right at the top, it proudly proclaims, Get hammer and sickled. Leninade, a taste worth waiting in line for. And the side of the bottle says... Beware the repressed Communist Party animal who is really a proletarian in denial masquerading as a bourgeois Cold War monger. And I think we've lost our entire audience. Suffice it to say, there are way more puns on this bottle. We will not subject you to them. But we will subject ourselves to the taste of it, which, as the name sort of suggests, is lemonade. It is lemonade of the pink variety. Ah, so that means it has, what, raspberries? Honestly, I've never been able to taste a difference with pink lemonade. Other than a lot of incredible Cold War puns on it, really not too much more to say about this. Should we try drinking it? Let's run behind the Iron Curtain. That is a decent carbonated lemonade. Yep, pretty solid. I wouldn't say there's anything particularly special about it, but... I'm suddenly feeling like I should vote socialist. I did have a very strong urge to work together and redistribute wealth. Probably just a passing phase. Yeah. So it is made with actual cane sugar. Yep, you added a nice balanced sweetness to it. It's a good lemonade. What makes this special is the bottle. Yeah, the bottle's really fun. The lemonade is... It's good. I mean, yeah, it's a good lemonade. I don't want to disparage the quality of the lemonade, but... Let's call a spade a spade. It's a pretty good bottle. It is. It is a pretty good bottle there. Uh, what I couldn't taste was another fruit in there. Maybe there's some subtle undertones, but with the carbonation, it was tough to really tell. Yeah, between the carbonation and the general sweetness of it, it gets really hard to begin to like pick out those other flavors. Yeah, all in all, I wouldn't stray away from it, but I don't know that I would go hunt and, and seek it out. Yeah, not worth hunting down, but if it's in a store by you and you want lemonade, give it a shot. For sure. 
Now, our next bottle doesn't have fancy packaging. In fact, it's not particularly attractive packaging, but what's inside is a little bit different. We have returning friend of the show, Sprecher Cherry Cran Gourmet Soda. Ooh, it's gourmet soda. What, uh, what makes it gourmet? The fact that they put the word on it. I don't think the FDA has specific regulations for what is and is not gourmet. All right, well, looking at the bottle here, it sounds like what may make it gourmet is the locally sourced cherry juice. Alex, I think that's actually pronounced pretentious. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> Sprecher is a Wisconsin company, and the cherries are from Door County, Wisconsin. Uh, Door County, best county. Now, the packaging itself, as I mentioned, not real appealing. This does continue Sprecher's theme of filthy, disgusting birds touching your food. But at least they make delicious food. Eh, 50% of the popcorn. Okay. Although, this is fire-brewed, so any diseases that that bird would transfer to your food are probably cooked off during the process. That's a relief. Wait, real quick, hold the bottle up to the light. I just want to make sure there's not like a sparrow floating in there. (laughs) This is a pretty good sized bottle. This is 16 fluid ounces as opposed to the usual 12. And actually, it does say there are two servings in the bottle. I'm never a fan of when companies make a single serving product, two servings. I mean, do you think they're trying to promote sharing? No, sharing is for Leninade. Good callback, Chris. I'm excited to try this. I've never had cherry cran soda before. I don't think I have either. Really hoping it doesn't taste like Dimatap. Probably will. So to compare it to other existing sodas, it tastes very much like Cherry 7-Up, but with a little bit of a tang at the end of it. Okay, that seems like a fair assessment. Yeah, I would say it wasn't too sweet for my tastes, which is good. I felt like the lemonade was a little on the sweet side. This is closer to... Uh, my style of uh, soda. I have a much higher tolerance for the sweet stuff, so I didn't see that problem with the lemonade, but the Spreckers still had enough to satisfy that sweet tooth. Yeah, it definitely wasn't dry or particularly sour. It just wasn't overbearingly sweet. I think one of the biggest things that this illustrates is how using the actual ingredients to flavor your soda really help. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think they did a a really good job picking the ingredients and and brewing it up. And you found this on the label. It does have honey in it. And I wonder if that's part of the reason why it's not quite as sweet. Well, sure. If they use honey to do a lot of the sweetening. One of the things that I really liked about this is that it didn't taste like bird poop. Yeah, you could almost not detect a bird has been making this. Yeah, way to go, Sprecher. Yeah. Taking the entire flavor of the bird out of the equation. We don't normally go back for seconds mid-review, but no, I'm going back for a little bit more of this. This is a really nice sipping soda. I have to admit that I had some doubts about this. I actually thought it was going to be either too sweet and syrupy, or it was going to be tart and hard to drink. But they did a really nice job balancing the flavors. When you're dealing with cherry... Getting a bad artificial cherry can really ruin a drink. And then on top of that, trying to throw cranberries into the mix, it's just a recipe for trouble. Even though I don't like all of their products, the people at Sprecher know what they're doing. Alex, would you want to see a popcorn made of this? No. Maybe. I'd probably try it. Well, after that contract I made you sign, 
you're legally obliged to eat what I bring over. Oh, I was wondering what that said. I've been merciful so far. So before we move on, I do want to talk about the color of the soda. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty interesting piece of it. Yeah, so the lemonade is opaque. You can't see through it. It's pink, though. Basic pink lemonade. Cherry 7-Up, you can see straight through it, pretty much transparent. This was a weird mix in between. You could see through it, but it looked cloudy. Yeah, it was probably because there were real ingredients in there. I was wondering if that's what it was. That's what I'm going to choose to believe. It's all the berry particulate hanging around in there. Yeah, seems plausible. My favorite kind of particulate. Our next soda looks completely bizarro. It is a violent shade of blue. We have Avery's totally gross soda, toxic slime. Gross. As Alex said, it is an electric shade of blue and smack dab in the middle of the label. It has a beaker overflowing with what I can only assume is blue medical waste. It looks super appealing. Yes. There's an eyeball floating in there. There is a little bone. Standard things that you find in medical waste. Absolutely. I've actually had one of their other sodas that they have, the Swamp Juice. Sounds equally enticing. And how was that, Chris? It was actually pretty good. Oh. It tasted a lot like a Fresca with that sort of grapefruit soda, but if Fresca wasn't terrible. Oh, so you're saying there's hope. I believe there is hope, Alex. So the cider label says blue raspberry orange which sounds like a pretty decent flavor combination. One thing I do want to point out before we drink this, and one reason why I'm hesitant about it, is I have historically not enjoyed blue sodas. Okay. Uh, You know, I don't think I've had too many blue sodas, but... A lot of times they just end up tasting very chemically. Perhaps that's what blue is supposed to taste like. I think that is what it's supposed to taste like. Yeah. Well, I guess it's like that or penicillin, so... Or like crushed up bugs or something. Like, I don't know where the blue color comes from. The wings of beetles or something? I don't know. So actually, what's interesting, historically, blue in nature is not an easy color to create. Yeah, the creature that's best able to create the color blue is mold. Uh, What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying we're going to be drinking mold? Uh, It's not. I mean, it's not fully mold. Well, this is called toxic slime, so it's probably just some sort of slime mold. Yeah, I guess that does make sense. Should we give it a shot? Let's see if I break my blue streak. Yeah, it works. All right, Chris, so what was your verdict on this? Of the blue sodas I've had, this is the best. Well, that's good. At least we managed to go that far. What didn't you like about it? So in breaking down the flavor profile of this soda, you started off very sweet. You really taste the raspberry. A little bit more subtle hints of orange, but it's a nice fruity flavor. After you swallowed it, though, it did have that real chemical blue flavor that just sits on your tongue like a party guest that refuses to leave. Yeah, I liked the initial flavor. It was a little sweet for my tastes. Even for me, it was too sweet. Yeah. As you said, the actual fruit flavoring I thought was good. But yeah, that aftertaste, for me, it was almost like there was a hint of cardboard. Yeah, and that's exactly that flavor that I'm talking about. And I think... When you're dealing with trying to cover up that as a flavor, it does have to be that sweet. Which is disappointing, because I think they could have had a really good soda here. It was a unique flavor combination. 
and they got close. I will say, having had uh, at least one of their other sodas, this is not representative of the quality of work that they do. Okay. So should we run through and do recommendations? Yeah. So I would definitely recommend the Leninade. If you're a fan of lemonade, hard to go wrong with it. Can't say much more about it than that. Yeah. I would say if you like lemonade and you enjoy carbonation, go for it. As far as the Sprecher goes. I think we can both agree. Buy an entire case of it. I, th- I thought it was good. I don't know if I'd go for a whole case of it. Like you'd mentioned earlier, it's a little bit more of a sipping soda. But absolutely, if you find it, for sure, check it out. I would recommend uh, sell most of your worldly possessions. Uh, not your refrigerator, because you'll need that to keep the Sprecher cold. And use all of that money to buy more Sprecher. Okay, that's a ringing endorsement then. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to get them to sponsor us, Alex. Oh, okay, got it. And I think we were pretty clear with Avery's skip it. Yeah, I wish I could say otherwise, but it just didn't ring that bell. If you can find that swamp juice, try that. That is a much better soda. Hey, everyone, this is Kristen the Future here. In an exciting soda update, something we completely neglected to put in the episode, we've mixed all three sodas together because that's what you do. Anyway, it has turned a horrific color of gray purple and pretty much tastes like you're eating all of the colors of Skittles at once. So Avery's, if you're interested in buying my new flavor, you can call it mop water and it's about the right color. Now back to the fellas. Did you just feel a weird time distortion? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, anyhow, this episode reeks of time travel. I don't like it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's definitely wrap this up then. So if you want to find us on Facebook, check us out at Sugar Daddy's Podcast. If you want to reach us on Twitter, you can find us at Sugar Daddy's Pod. If you want to find us on Instagram, check us out. We are Sugar Daddy's Podcast. For those of you who prefer typing with all of your fingers, please email us at comments at sugardaddiespodcast.com. If you feel like supporting the podcast, giving us a five-star review on iTunes is a real good way to do that. Or sharing this podcast with a friend. And something else exciting that we have coming up is Alex and I are working on a new podcast along with our friend Seppi Yoon. It's going to be a little bit of a departure from the Sugar Daddy style, but it will still have the charm that we bring to podcasts. We're really excited to be doing it and we'll let you know more as we get closer to the release date. Well, Alex, I think we've done some really amazing work here today, especially with our groundbreaking piece on Sprecher and how delicious it is. And our podcast reaches Wisconsin, right? Uh, It should. Okay, good. So, you know what? I'm just going to take off my sweater here and I'm going to take off my shirt. And oh, look at this new Sprecher tattoo I got on my chest. Did you do it yourself? I did. I, I can tell. Sprecher, balls in your court. This really itches.